0: Difficult difficult,
1: difficult difficult,
0: women.
2: Difficult. Difficult. Hey. Hello. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going?
1: <laughs> it's well, you know, we just spoke for 35 <laughs> minutes before we turned on these <gasps> I
2: was, microphones. I was gonna <laughs> pretend like we had it, but <laughs> we, we do. That's what we do.
1: <laughs> we <laughs> don't lie to
2: our listeners. <laughs> oh, Katie. That's right. I just just to myself. <laughs> I just <laughs> lied to myself. <laughs> Wait, what's your name? What's my name? your name? Oh, my name is Katie. And what's your name? Murray. And this, for now. And this is what? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> I don't know. This is the Difficult Women podcast. Thank you for listening. That's right. We're loopy-doopy because it is.
1: It's late later than normal for us to pod. Right. I feel like there's a sweet spot for us when we pod. <laughs> it's like a 1 hour <laughs> window. <laughs> if it's too early, doesn't go no. well. If it's too late, forget uh-uh. it. And no when we way. say late,
2: it's like 4:30 Marie's time. <laughs> so <laughs>
1: so late like like in the p.m. <laughs> in the hey if it's dark out i don't want a pod i'm sorry
2: no it's decent I, I, co- it. I want a cocktail i want a cock or a cocktail. <laughs> both all of the above speaking of cock uh guess what happened to me today what? <laughs> <laughs> i lost some <my> meat <laughs> Not, what your sausages no, yes what? i ordered sausages i ordered um so i'm trying to be a better <laughs> consumer right we're trying to okay. do better i'm trying to do better I've been yes. really trying to, and I've been trying to eat better, more whole foods and all that shit. Um, so I and I'm trying to like be more mindful of like where my produce is coming from. And one of the mm-hmm. big issues with the environment is like where your meat is coming from. So if you are still consuming meat, you are mm-hmm. better off consuming meat that is produced in like a in a good quality farm environment and not in one of these mm. like mass murder farm environments where I still eat from but you know what I mean like just you're not supposed to do that <laughs> no judgment <laughs> I mean I'm yep. trying I'm trying right mm-hmm. so I like w- I was like I'm gonna do the thing and I ordered a butcher box finally which that is all supposedly sustainable meat like really good farm places and whatever grass fed <laughs> I don't know stuff good things did they, they provide you the names of the cows that you're gonna be consuming I hope they'll send like this is Bessie this is Linda this is Daisy um <laughs> But so I was like I was here for it, you know? And it was like it's just me. So it was actually a really good deal for me because that's mm-hmm. I will be eating all of the meat and you can freeze mm-hmm. it. So it was just like a 2 months worth of meat. But my goddamn door in my building is broken. The front door of my building is broken. And oh, that's safe. oh god, in New York City during the apocalypse, yeah, it's real safe. Um, <laughs> it's not a good thing. Uh, but so I like, I got the email and I picked up a shift at work today. So I was supposed to be home today to to receive the the package, the and meat, I, the meat mm-hmm. to receive the meat. Man, I need to receive god. some meat. Yeah, I got <laughs> a little moment of there. silence for uh, meat, meat receiving. receiving. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Anyway, uh, so I. <laughs> I like got the message that the meat had arrived. It's at like so late. 1- That's why we're
1: loopy. I know.
2: It's four thirty. <laughs> um, but the meat had arrived at one thirty. I was home by four thirty and it was gone. It was long gone. Um, oh somebody stole your meat. meat? Somebody stole my meat. God damn it. So we'll see. That is mean. It's but so also
1: mean. maybe they need meat. I mean, more I hope they're
2: not vegetarians, because then yeah Ugh. I mean, I hope they enjoy that meat because it's I I don't know. So I'm gonna figure out if I can If I can actually do butcher box or if I am just going to be like uh, supplying the neighborhood with meat, (laughs) like Mm. free meat.
1: You see the headlines like packages stolen all over the place. And it's like, yeah, (laughs) we're in a like pandemic. I I mean, I don't blame people
2: for stealing packages, really. But yeah, it's bad. It's
1: bad. We have a I shouldn't even say this, but we have a secret bench on our front porch. And I have a really great neighbor who, like, if I get a package, he puts it in the bench. That's It smart. opens up. It's like a, yeah. He, and he'll text me. Like, I,
2: put, I put a package in your bench. And I'm like, thanks. <laughs> like, please. That's another one. Can, we, can you please put a package in my bench? <laughs> Just that's what I need right now. So a little package in my bench. <laughs> um, yeah. um, some meat. I need some meat. It's a and meat and receiving. <laughs> uh, oh, God. Okay. Going Lord. It's going great. Yeah. That's about. What I mean, but that's where we're at. Uh, what I was gonna say about that. Oh yeah, I'm the I'm like the package, I'm in the package uh captain in my ship of an apartment because there's like a corner in my apartment where you come around the corner, and so I always like manage the packages around the corner so people can't see um, them from the doorway. That's see? nice. That's I'm smart that's, thinking.
1: So whenever you hear the buzzer, you rush out and like take the package and put it around.
2: The, down the hallway? No, I'm not quite that good at captaining. Oh, but, okay. but if I leave my apartment and I see packages,
0: or mm. if I come out
2: to get my package and there was more than one that was left or something, I will absolutely mm. move your package, even if it's very heavy. Unless it's wow. like really heavy and then maybe I'll leave it. But then no one's going to steal it if it's really heavy. Anyway, this is all. <laughs> wow. Package wow. Package 101. Well, you know what time it is. It's time to check in on our self-love challenge. Yeah. (laughs) I almost love myself.
1: You're getting there. One weekend. I know. (laughs) One weekend. I already love my... Well, (laughs) I am currently loving myself right now. I'll be right back. Just kidding. Oh,
2: yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We have Lori Woolridge back with us to tell us all about our week Two challenge. What do you got for us, Lori? We're so excited.
0: Yeah. So I hope you guys had fun this past week getting to know yourself a little better, seeing yourself and other people and all those good things. So this week is a very special week because of course um it is leading up to what I like to call every day is Valentine's Day. Um <laughs> so this week is about romancing the one. The only way that you can have a loving, amazing, committed relationship with someone else is to make sure that you're strong with your own relationship with yourself. And romance is a big part of it, because if you're not able to show yourself that you are worthy of consideration and affection and special little gifts, not because you did something amazing, like closing all the rings in your, you know, exercise thing, but because you just are, then how can you expect anybody else to see that value as well? So this week you are going to romance yourself through your five senses. And let me Ooh. tell you, this sounds like a, okay, that's easy, but the ability to be in the moment and focus on, the beauty and the amazingness that's around you, whether it's through your sight, through your hearing, through your taste is a, is one of the ways that the world becomes interactive, the way you feel alive instead of just living. And it also allows you to see how able you are to receive, which Mm -hmm. is a big thing.
1: Mm -hmm. And exactly.
0: Exactly. Because what is, you know, the most delicious, exquisite tasting chocolate, but a gift. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And if you're just like popping it in your mouth and not even tasting it. So that's going to tell you a lot about your ability to receive, which is huge. And it's also can tell you a lot about who you are as an authentic person. So remember you can't love who you don't know. So these are all mm-hmm. ways that you are going to learn more about yourself.
2: This is so exciting because my least favorite day on, on the eternity of the world <laughs> is <laughs> Valentine's Day. I hate Valentine's Day because of all the pressures of like trying to be in this perfect relationship. And I love that this week is all about focusing on uh, a different kind of love leading up to this horrible, horrible day. And can make <laughs> This a really wonderful day instead. And I'm excited about that. Well,
0: yeah. And you know what? It's a mindset thing, right? Even if you have a relationship, the pressure to make it romantic and stuff when, you know, you're PMSing or, you know, work was hell and nobody feels like it. And but I gotta be loving whatever because it says so. So that's a real big lesson in self love. You aren't tied to the clock. You aren't tied to the calendar. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, it is every day has got to be Valentine's Day because it is a celebration of love. And you are nothing if you were not love. You are the essence of who you are is love. And so this challenge, this week, culminates in you taking all the things that you learned about yourself through your senses, stuff you like to mm-hmm. taste, things you like to feel, what you like to hear, mm-hmm. and putting it all together to celebrate yourself. Mm-hmm. On every day is Valentine's Day. And so even if you are hooked up and partnered up, you want to make sure you set aside some time, whether it's the 14th or not, to celebrate yourself and loving yourself aside Mm. from the couple love.
2: Love it. And if you guys are just joining this um, self-love challenge right now and you're like, wait a minute, I missed the boat. It's totally fine. You can just jump on whenever you'd like. If you go on over to SolSexy.co, that's S-O-L-Sexy.co, you can download uh, the workbook that we're working from and see all the information um, that uh, Lori has for this challenge. That's right. And the
1: link is right there down below in the description of this podcast. And again... If you join us on this 28-day challenge, you get a little... Sexy orgy at the end with all of us.
2: <laughs> You're promising too much with this orgy. Was,
0: like, right. <laughs> where was that in
1: in the ads? <laughs> I
0: don't remember <laughs> anything that said orgy.
1: Marie's we're all gonna meet. Orgy. We're gonna <laughs> meet She's up. gonna have an
2: orgy. Yeah, okay, in a,
1: right. in a red velvet room. <laughs> Already then <laughs> <laughs> But please check out her website. The link is below in the description. And um, yeah, thank you. I don't know about you, but I'm really, really liking this self-love challenge.
2: Me too. I mean, it really is amazing how you think this stuff. It's like, oh, whatever, who cares? But capitalism. <laughs> like, no, no, not capitalism. It's really, it's really. helpful to like turn in and look inside a little bit and figure some of this shit out Mm -hmm. so you can be better people for the world yes
1: I do have to bring up one thing I was chatting with a girlfriend of mine last night we were actually we both pulled out our hinges and switched to make sure that we weren't talking to the same people (laughs) which I do recommend people doing in smaller towns in New York I feel like we never really dated or went on dates of the same of the same people I don't think
2: but I mean we wouldn't know But With
1: her I was like oh my god I, talk- I went out with that guy There was one guy Brandon I accidentally texted him hey Brendan And then he never talked to me again Because I guess he thought I didn't know his name Which I just spelled correct- incorrectly Anyway my point of talking about her Is that last night we were discussing Just like this idea Of loving yourself so much That then you attract the love of your life
0: mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she
1: called Bullshit on it <laughs> Which I don't think Lori would approve But she was like, I've been loving myself for 10 years and I'm still single. And she said, she was like, and half of my friends are married and I could guarantee that they don't love themselves. (laughs) It's
2: like. But I think also it's not about like, (laughs) it's not that you like, if your goal, if your goal in loving yourself is to find a partner, Mm -hmm. I think you're kind of missing the point. Because I think that part of what the point, and like, I think that you can be more, from my experience, I'm the kind of person that has a tendency to attract people that are not good for me. Right. Uh And that stems from a not fully respecting myself level. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So does it if I if I learn to love myself, does it mean that I will 100 percent meet this perfect man? I don't know. Maybe not 100 percent chance of that. But what it will 100 percent do is prevent me from dating any more douche noodles Mm. and I am so much happier Mm -hmm. not dealing with that fucking bullshit anymore right and then I have I leave more room in my life for good men to come in Mm. and that's why I think it feels like you attract good men in when you love yourself more because what you're really doing is setting some boundaries finally Mm -hmm. and saying like I don't need Mm-hmm. Having self-respect and understanding like, who am I in this relationship or in any relationship? Mm-hmm. And what am I willing to put up with right. and not put up with? Mm-hmm. And like then, because when, I think the other thing that w- that people do a lot, I was gonna say women, but I think it's both men and women, is that they like find themselves in unhealthy dynamics with a partner and then they waste years of their right. lives yes. with that person. Right. Years of their lives, unhappy, unfulfilled, and why, for what purpose? Mm-hmm. Why? Mm. Because there's like a fear of being alone. There's a fear of like not, you know, doing better. Mm -hmm. When the truth is, you can absolutely do better and you can, and you absolutely should not be afraid of being alone, Mm -hmm. you know, for, and you don't have to be alone forever. Right. But, you know, Mm -hmm. and you can make better choices Mm. if you actually know how to love yourself right. and that's why that's why like this i think this challenge thing is so great because i don't you know if you're out there thinking like i don't need this shit like i honestly say try it because we wouldn't be do- we did not done, done anything like this before on the show Mm-mm. no why would we be doing it unless we really thought like this is important for people and again just to em- i don't think we've emphasized this at all yet but like this isn't just for women somebody posted yeah. something on one of our pages this is g- important for anybody mm-hmm. and it, and it's just a good little step into a a world that we don't spend enough time in mm-hmm. which is like who am i and what what do i what do I deserve? What mm-hmm. do I have to offer? And that's for men and women.
1: Yeah. No. It's so a that's very what's healthy... really cool
2: about this work. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I'll I'm tell excited. my friend, hey, join our challenge. <laughs> Listen, join the challenge and you'll see. Join the challenge. All right. Yeah. That's that's so I'm so grateful that Lori's doing that with us. And like we said, you know, at the end next month, we're going to be doing a huddle online with everybody, everybody that completes the challenge. You can join us, difficult women. We're going to be there huddling l- talking about the challenge and reflecting on everything and what uh, yeah and reflecting
2: on our and we want to hear what your experiences have been and like how, did it feel different is it something you've explored before is it something I really am interested in hearing from people that have never done this kind of mm-hmm. introspective work before mm-hmm. you know like the people that are the most resistant to it I encourage you the most to just try it mm-hmm. just try it mm-hmm. it's really it's not it's free it's
1: easy it's not a big yeah book. free there's a cool workbook you download and work from yeah oh it's neat I love it all right. Well, let's dive into our topic today. I'm so excited about this topic. All right. uh, we today are going to talk about why women play dumb.
2: What do you mean? I don't know. <laughs> what could you
1: ever mean? <laughs> It was interesting. Like, <laughs> it's curious. Like, should it, should we say why women play dumb? Do women play dumb? Have it's you seen why women play yeah. dumb? Why Why do it's we not play? Not a question. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah it happens, and that I've happens. seen it. I mean, I have friends. I my I my sister. I hate to throw her under the bus. My my one of my sisters kind of. I watch her. I watch her do it, and let me tell you, she does she does it specifically to get attention from men, and it works. <laughs> she always gets the man. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, but it's at a detriment to herself. It's it's kind of, it's hard to And to watch. men,
2: honestly. And yeah. to like the whole system. The whole but
1: system. When you play dumb, yeah. it, it breaks down the whole system. So let's get into it.
2: Well, I will say I have absolutely played dumb to try to navigate a situation before. Mm-hmm. Um, w- at work or something, or certainly with like boyfriends in the past where you're, part of it is like, Part of it is a manipulation, I think, like, Mm -hmm. how do I get what I need to get out of this situation? Mm -hmm. And uh, sometimes, even in a work environment, like, if you come in guns a-blazing with all the answers, even if you have them, some men bosses and men that you work with are not going to listen to you. Some women, too. Some women, yeah. I was Ah. thinking, like, do I play dumb around women? And I would say I can't, maybe I have, and I just can't think of an example. Maybe, do you have an example where you had to do it in front of a woman?
1: There's, I I have been reflecting on this. I feel like, you know, I'm an expert in my field at this point with podcasting and producing and people do come to me when I work with a majority, I'm so lucky, majority of women. I have a team of women I work with and I do catch myself in the emails and phrases I use to make sure I don't, make them feel less smart because they're not the expert. But here's the Mm -hmm. thing. I am the expert. I've spent years learning this. So I shouldn't feel guilty or ashamed at my place in knowledge, but I don't want to make other women feel dumb. But like, I think you posted it on our Instagram recently, just certain phrases and that, that we use to like kind of dumb down what were our statements and yeah, I don't have my phone, but um if you remember what you said,
2: well just things like um I was just wondering or I just this and you know just kind of like don't take my word for t- taking it. Taking the or, power. Yeah, yeah or I'm not really sure, but maybe, you know, that kind of stuff. Um that women do that in a way that a lot of men not that men never do that, but mm-hmm. in a in a way that in a, at a higher rate mm-hmm. that um than men do. Mm-hmm. And um Yeah. And it's sort of interesting how like it comes out in different levels because I was also thinking of like I remember this one time I was building something with a, a boyfriend and he was struggling to put it together Mm. And I could feel this like I was like, I think you just put this here. And then he'd be like, I know how to do it. I know how to do it kind of thing. One of those things. And I I knew already I had built the thing in my brain like 10 minutes earlier, mm. you know. And, we, I, and that was one of the lines in our mansplaining song where you're like, I can I build this shit. I, I just am good at that. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with me, anything. I'm just good at that stuff. But I had to sort of just stand and watch him. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know. OK, yeah, you do it. Whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Because they needed to prove something mm-hmm. I don't know what was going on mm-hmm. but it was like it was hurting them and ma- their, ma- their idea of masculinity or something mm-hmm. this idea that I could build something that quicker than they could <laughs> something right. like that yeah so then I instead of saying like dude relax like let me just do it I to avoid conflict mm-hmm. I just was like mm-hmm okay well i don't know Oh, you're doing and i remember being like you're doing so good oh my god like a cheerleader job you're doing Mm -hmm. yeah because you're just like i can feel the tension Mm -hmm. and i'm gonna diffuse it as if it's my responsibility to Mm -hmm. diffuse it because that person was like bad at what they were doing you know Mm -hmm. um so that was like but and i so so i think there's like it can manifest itself in a lot of different ways
1: Mm -hmm. right And I think that um, the times that I've played dumb the most, it's not like a long-term thing. It's more Mm -hmm. of an in-the-moment, it's like an exit strategy. And I think, and I want to say, I actually, I played dumb in a very terrifying situation. Like when I first moved to New York, I was young and I was waiting tables and I took a cab home and the cab driver got on the West Side Highway Um, No, the BQE on the other side of town and start going up towards Queens. When I told him I lived in Brooklyn, he started saying some really inappropriate things to me. I was like, do I jump out of the cab? This man has like kind of kidnapped me. But I immediately started playing dumb. Where are you going? I thought we were did it up because I felt I was like in a very terrifying situation. And my instinct was to play dumb. And I tell you what, that saved my life
2: absolutely because it sort of like makes you this i don't know what but
1: yeah this like you're not you're not combative against no i literally told him oh oh honey i can't tonight i have to work right you just picked me up like i'm a waitress i have to be at work i have to work brunch tomorrow morning so early give me your phone number and i'll call you tomorrow we can have a proper date what you know like just had to really play stupid
2: and it saved my life Right. And I I certainly have done that. I was in a situation once where I was accidentally camping with someone. Right. Who I didn't I know. remember this. I was camping with them. We did not speak the same language. Um, <laughs> and I couldn't get I was alone in the woods with this person that was like really trying to put the moves on me. And I was fucking terrified. And I remember I didn't sleep a wink that night and the whole night because I couldn't be like I was so afraid and I couldn't get home so i was like so afraid that if i was like hey stop it like i don't know what the fuck you think you're right. doing but I, we had a misunderstanding if i did that i didn't know what was going to happen so the whole night it was like oh no no oh no 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 oh, no 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 i'm not that kind of, no no you know playing this like act because i was like holy mm-hmm. fucking shit i just have to get out of here right so like that's another that's another level of like playing, playing dumb. dumb right that where you're putting on a facade basically to like be less than, yeah. Be less than, and also because, like, you c- it is going to be the way you can navigate whatever that situation is with the least amount of conflict, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know. And that I, and I don't think that that is a thing that men deal with. N- certainly not nearly as mm-hmm. much as women do. I'd be curious if there's Mm -hmm. some guy out there that had an experience like that but I I guarantee you that every woman who's listening to this right now is nodding their head like yep yep Mm -hmm. one of those kind of situations has come up Mm -hmm. before so what is going on here (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. what what is the issue here well there was this study that was done um, in 2014 at the University of Warwick and they after the study they determined that yes girls feel that they must play dumb to please boys that's part of the thing um and this doctor this researcher Dr. Maria Pereira I think is how you pronounce it from the University of uh, Warwick's Department of Sociology found that boys aged 14 had acquired had acquired the belief that girls their age should be less intelligent mm. and the girls reacted accordingly <laughs> so that the boys would like them and so the boys weren't made uncomfortable.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And the way that this doctor, I thought this was interesting. It was like, how did they, how did she find out this information? Well, she went Uh, she like lived with the kids at school like she just went to school with the kids did everything that they did she went out hung out with them after school became like a friend basically Mm -hmm. so she was able to have conversations and experiences that parents never saw that teachers never saw and the kids started trusting her and like she could just uh, you know she's like Jane Goodall (laughs) she was the Jane Goodall of middle school students (laughs) yeah (laughs) I love it hmm But I just, one of the things that she sort of determined that I thought was so great or so interesting, um, well, she says that uh, young people try to adapt their behavior according to these pressures to fit into society. One of the pressures is that young men must be more dominant, more clever, Mm. stronger, taller, funnier than young women, and that being in a relationship with a woman who is more intelligent will undermine their masculinity. Mm. Back to the fucking masculinity bullshit. Right. Mm. Um, So she... As she was, like, learning all of this stuff, uh, one of her things that she determined was she was noticing that girls then felt like they must downplay their own abilities, pretending, pretending, Mm. pretending is the key word, to be less intelligent than they actually are, not speaking out against harassment and withdrawing from, withdrawing, this is so sad, from hobbies, sports and activities that might seem unfeminine because of these like social pressures. And she said, trying to live up to these unreal ideas of masculinity and femininity lead to a range of problems, including low self-esteem, bullying, physical and verbal violence, health problems, and tragic loss of, of potential in our young people. Therefore, we must promote ideas about gender which are less rigid and recognize that there are many ways of being a man and a woman. And she determined from all this that this is not a natural response, this idea that this is where fucking Jordan Peterson is- makes me want to tear my eyes out, mm. is that he loves to push this idea that it is a natural for men to be like this. And it's natural for women to be like men should be masculine and women should be feminine. And that is a biological reality. Mm-hmm. And what what we're really observing here is that it's not a biological reality that women are should be are dumber Mm, that's social it's that women pretend Mm -hmm. to be dumber to make men more comfortable and they do it and men feel insecure about it because they are told by society that they better be more you know they better be funnier than that woman they better be smarter than her so everybody's losing Mm -hmm. in this scenario Mm -hmm. i will say i'm hopeful that it's getting better And this, I will say also, because this was done in 2014, I think they're actually, in some ways, this younger generation Mm -hmm. seems to be much more open about gender fluidity and stuff. Right. But also,
1: I do think, I mean, because of Me Too, I think that um, women and men are speaking out more and staying more true to themselves. I do feel like as the older you get, the wiser you become, and the more you know yourself too. So it does, mm-hmm. and then you learn, I, I don't know about you, I'm sh- I'm assuming, but like these dates we go on, the more you love yourself and are confident within, mm-hmm. you don't play dumb. You you lead with your intelligence because that's something you're really proud of. And it's a, and well, and it's I, a gift. And, and yeah. if you meet, we want to meet, a person that matches our intelligence or or not i mean i'm just saying that like oh. you don't want to dim your light
2: <laughs> basically right and i think that what i what i'm learning as i get older with relationships is that like i don't need to be in a relationship with someone if i have to pretend to be something i'm not exactly i don't want to do that right. and and I and I will even say like the last relationships I've been in I did not have a problem where they were just in case they're listening whatever that they were thinking that they liked that I was a smart person. Mm-hmm. They liked that I was like a strong person. But in, there's also been some people that have not liked that. Mm-hmm. You know. And certainly on dates it will you'll know pretty fast if you're showing if you're being truthful to yourself and you're Smart and they don't like that. You can tell right away. Oh, I remember. <laughs> so you just yeah, just choose to not see that person. Well, again, that you know. uh,
1: anti-vaxer I had that lovely date with this past summer. <laughs> um, I did not shy away from the my intelligence and my knowledge of um, Trump's history and the the facts that I was throwing at this man. He just was misinformed, and it was quite sad. But I I even for that, even for that date, knowing this fucking idiot. If you're listening, you're an idiot. Um, (laughs) He's a big fan now. Uh, No, just kidding.
2: Um, (laughs) I would be shocked.
1: (laughs) But even that, like, I was really trying to be polite and ladylike in my debate with him. Right. Which, like... That's a whole other that we could do another podcast about that of just like, you know, being soft and genteel for a man so you don't scare him off. But it's like, fuck this guy. He just told me that like, he you know, keeping kids in cages on the border was not a human um, rights violation. It's like, OK. Fuck this guy. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. So I don't well, know. Well, and that's I
2: just. Yeah, yeah. No, but that reminds me, too. So I lost my notes before this. So I don't have the, any, uh, not this is all unlike. like f- coming I from don't your brain. I'm not citing my sources. It's all just coming from my memory, which is <laughs> questionable at best. But um, there was another sort of like a editorial type article that I was looking at where this woman was talking about this phenomena. And she had an example of um, she was with a friend and they were talking, a girlfriend, and they were talking about some. I didn't even know what this thing was they were talking about, so she's smarter than I am so but they were talking about some concept right and they were debating the concept and she was trying to explain it to her friend but she was she was like I might be missing some points of this I'm not 100 percent sure so she was trying to explain it and then as they were talking about it, they got into a, an uber and the guy who was driving the uber was overhearing and they and she says in the article we invited him into the conversation he did not push his way in so she wants to clarify that so then he was part of the conversation but she as list, he started to explain what this topic was this like idea and as she's listening to him she's like i know it's not that she's like i know i'm sure it's not he's he's getting i mean i might be getting confused but he's definitely getting confused so she was sort of trying to correct him and she found herself and and she was sure that he what he was saying wasn't quite right and so she would say um you know i could be wrong I mean, I'm not 100% sure, but I don't think that's it. Like, I really do think it is like this. And then he would come back to her with, no, I'm 100% sure. It's definitely this. It's definitely this. And she was saying, so it's not, she's not shitting on the guy or anything. And then she was, but then she started doubting herself. Right. right? So then she's like, I got out of the cab and I right away, like, went to check on Google to see because now I'm not sure anymore. And she realized that even the stuff that she was questioning originally in her own mind about what was right and not she actually was all 100 right she'd gotten it all right and this mm-hmm. guy had gotten it fully wrong and she's like so what is that that like as a woman i was coming into this scenario with and we had sort of touched on this earlier but like with this notion of like i mean i don't know i'm questioning myself now whereas he's 100 percent confident that he's right 100 percent. i mean he was like nope that's it mm-hmm. he wasn't even debating it and that that is just sort of a microcosm of how I think men and women are functioning Mm -hmm. in the world anyway Mm -hmm. and that like there's an assumption that a woman could be wrong but there's an assumption that the man is always right right and that we just that's what we that's what it's supposed to be so women play into it men play into it it just becomes this like weird pattern you know I have to admit something and I'm not proud of this but I've been curious uh, I've been
1: listening, not a lot. Don't worry, folks. But I've been curious about Joe Rogan.
2: I think it's good to listen, by the way, because you it's better to have an opinion on something you actually Absolutely. are per- listening to. Totally. So I think that's good. I, I
1: do too. Especially the just some specific episodes that people are getting really up in arms about. If I'm going to have real yeah. debate, I need to be able to listen to them. So anyway. Yes, I think that's good. The thing that I'm amazed at with Joe Rogan in these interviews is how... 100% confident he is in everything that comes out of his mouth. Right. And like if he has a guest on that questions what he has said, even a scientist, and he doubles right. down on it and then they google it but the the phrasing that he uses and just the amount of confidence in this person who was just a host of fear factor and a stand-up comedian and he's also been punched in the head a thousand times cuz he was a UFC fighter right. before that. But the so. the <laughs> amount of confidence that this man has in the statements that he says and believes is exactly what you're saying like if if he's debating with somebody he's like no, I like I'm 100% right. And that that's tricky because it's really hard to then have millions and millions of followers with a man who is just 100% confident in whatever he says what he feels like that day it's very dangerous and I think that that's where that's where I'm understanding and listening to this man where where it can be detrimental to society with just this like real masculine energy I don't know I it's just it's not my and
2: (laughs) I wonder too like as a as a as a man what is the solution as a woman what is the solution to this I think that like women shouldn't doubt themselves so much not that women should be spout doing the same don't be a joe rogan either don't be like so confident all of your comments and be, then you're wrong half the time mm-hmm. you know what i mean so you, there's that i guess there's i think though there is sort of like a a negative feedback loop that starts happening when we all continue to play dumb when we don't mm-hmm. need to you know mm-hmm. and then i guess we also have to we, we also just have to train our men to know that, like, that's why I think Jordan Peterson is so dangerous, mm-hmm. because he's really pushing this notion of, like, how important it is to maintain the mas- male masculinity mm-hmm. and stuff, when the truth is, it's like, we have to... What is the definition of masculinity you're talking about? Right. You're smarter than women? Right. That's more... That's masculinity? Because, like, there are going to be... And I'm not even saying women are smarter than men. I'm not saying that, by the way. Mm-hmm. I'm saying... Individually, person to person, you're going to find individuals who are smarter than you and dumber than you. And it's not going to be based on their gender. Right. It's going to be based on fact, genetic factors mm-hmm. and educational factors and just, you know, ca- how many times were education. you dropped on the head? Right. I was dropped once. So, you know, <laughs> I'm missing a few brain cells. But like that's that's part of what, you know, we have to just start getting. I was just talking to a friend about this. We were talking about equality. And she was like, you know, can I tell you a secret? She's like, I don't think I, be- I don't believe in equality. And she's like, I certainly don't believe we have equality right now. Mm-hmm. And as I thought about it, I was like, you know, I think that maybe sometimes that I, I wonder, maybe the word equality is not the word we should be using when we're fighting for our rights and things. Right. Because, yeah, nobody's equal. Some people are taller. Some people are mm-hmm. shorter. Some people are bigger. Some people are smaller. No one's the same. Mm-hmm. But what we what we are fighting for is respect. Yes, I was about to say And respect. when, a, mm-hmm. right, that's what, it, it, that everybody is treated with the same amount of respect, no matter who you are. Mm-hmm. And especially masses of people like women, mm-hmm. <laughs> like women should be treated with the same amount of respect as men, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And that's gay people should be treated with the same amount of respect as heterosexual people. Right, they should get be able to get married just like a heterosexual person. That kind of those that kind of equality mm-hmm. is really I think because what Jordan Petersons want to do all the time is go back and be like, well, men have more muscles biologically, so we are the dominant. It's like but, but, right, we and don't your live job anymore. You you are a vessel for my seed to right. yeah and it's like we don't live in that world anymore mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. or, and I'm not even sure we ever did I don't there's not even that much you know there's a lot of notions now that yeah maybe the man did the heavy lifting but the woman did the the the. the. so mm-hmm. there's an equality there too where it's like th- th- both jobs need respect mm-hmm. and that's why everyone should be
1: feminists you should identify yourself as a feminist because it all it means is mutual respect between sexes That's all, right? Yeah. But there's so many people out there that say that they're not feminists because it does have a little bit of a bad rap and I want to change that. Yeah. Anyway, back to playing dumb. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I do think it's more common. I think that, um, you know, as far as intellect goes, like I do really remember, you know, I struggled so, so much preteens like in middle school and junior high school and really taking stock and like understanding how much more mature I was than the boys. I mean, physically, but mentally, especially like, I just felt like my emotions were at a different place and, and statistically and genetically, that's true. Women develop their minds faster than men. And so it's interesting for that study that you bring up about these 14 year olds, the Jane Goodall (laughs) woman. Yeah. (laughs) um, That even though, women you know young women are developing faster than men that we still take stock in and dim our lights to please them
2: it's just well and this idea it just really the thing that made me the most sad for the kids is that not just the dimming of the lights and like and maybe not working as hard in school because you don't want to get better grades than your boyfriend when you're 14 or something because you feel bad if you get a hundred percent he got an 85 or something which is fucked up in itself but what also really bummed me out was that like if a girl has an interest in like astronomy mm-hmm. or something that she might choose not to join the astronomy club because it's not mm. feminine mm-hmm. like that makes me very sad and upset mm-hmm. um And I was thinking about myself like I didn't – I was very shy through school Mm -hmm. and then I got real angry in high school. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, So I don't know – I don't – I can't remember about like the playing dumb so much but one thing I absolutely did – I was going to say did but what I absolutely didn't do was I never spoke up in class. Mm. I was like I never was the one like raising my hand. I never was the one because I had so much – Self doubt mm. when I and I probably knew the answer more often than not. Whereas there would be people in class that would be like, you know, talking over me and shooting their hands up. And I think I've learned. I some people that might listen to this podcast might be like, but you're so assertive now. I'm like, well, because it's a learned. That was a learned skill mm. <laughs> because I was pushed aside and talked down. You know, talked over so much that you started to just go, oh. And then I will say too, I think it helped going to an all women's college. Mm. Mm -hmm. I think in my particular case I was extremely shy and so just to have a little more space I still didn't speak up a lot in class Mm -hmm. that was always something that made me nervous but it gave me a little more space to at least it wasn't like there just was we were like eliminating this issue of like what a boy would think of you or like Mm
0: -hmm. what you know what
2: I mean Mm -hmm. and so I would feel less um, embarrassed if I was wrong Mm. because that was another thing too I always felt like if I was wrong Mm -hmm. after raising my hand Mm -hmm. then bye bye (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, don't I don't know what to say. It's like the boys in the class were like, oh, no, that's wrong. I know what it is. And uh, like, yeah, yeah. And then you feel right. like an ass. At- and so like, I'd rather just not try, mm-hmm. which was like not good, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, well, I do want to state um,
1: I was reading an article in The Atlantic that said like the amount of stress and anxiety um, that is induced by downplaying your smartness and your intelligence. It co- it, st- sure. it stresses women out. It causes yeah. high anxiety. And they're fully aware that they cannot be their actual selves. Yeah. If you're just constantly trying to shrink yourself and not let yourself shine. That makes sense. Shine. That tracks. Yeah. It just yeah. gets you more
2: stressed out and anxious all the time. Well, because you're constantly having – and this is – this actually makes me think of another thing that I was seeing about women and navigating the world. It's like women are constantly having to mentally – in every new situation you're stepping into, any at any given moment, if there's other people involved – especially men, you're having to like navigate the situation mentally. Like how do I approach this man? How do I, if I'm too aggressive, he's going to not stop listening to me or he's going to hurt me. Or if Mm -hmm. I'm too, Mm -hmm. you know, if I outshine him in this meeting, Mm -hmm. the boss will then call me like a know-it-all and make, you know. And that was another thing that I found fascinating was apparently like, Dumbness in people was associated with kindness, and intelligence right. was associated with being cold. Mm-hmm. And as a woman, you're not supposed to you're supposed to be this warm place for men to land on mm-hmm. and children and stuff, whereas um you're not supposed to be like cold mm-hmm. or whatever.
1: well, in my work environment lately, like I'm super warm, I'm super positive, and I have a southern accent. And mm. I feel like, more times than not I have have people perceive me as this dumb southerner sometimes and I really Mm. have to work harder to prove myself which is unfortunate that's just kind of the world we live in I guess but it's that southern accent and the stuff that's happening down in the south like you know politically is really it doesn't not everybody is like that (laughs) but you do have to work a little harder and I remember like when I first moved to New York like kind of getting made fun of for my Southern accent and having agents and stuff saying like, you got to get rid of it. And it took me some time to really double down on like, you know what? It's not going anywhere. It's like, I can do a standard dialect if I have to, but it's tricky. It's really, it's hard. But that, that like warmth, that is who I am. I tried to be cold. I tried to be a certain more absurd when I first moved to New York city. Cause you got, you have to kind of to survive, but right. then I, I do remember like being like, but this is not me. Like I, I am a warm person. I like to be slower than, you know, take my time and with people. And so that's just but it took me time and, and to be and to grow older to realize like, yeah, that's on and other people. That doesn't sure. have to do with me.
2: Yeah. And I think I'm having sort of almost an opposite uh, experience in my work environment where like I'm I'm very assertive and I've stopped apologizing for it Mm -hmm. and sometimes that means that my people I'm working with can I think sometimes take me as a little prickly or like cold and in my opinion if if I I'm not saying anything that's untrue Mm -hmm. or that's you know but it's uncomfortable especially in like film I think it's so unusual for women to be behind the camera anyway so it sort of t- takes people aback to hear mm. me say like hey like why don't we try it like this or whatever and you know whatever that assertion is um and so, but I think I'm also a very kind person I've always said like I don't know that I'm super nice all the time but I think I'm very kind mm-hmm. so like I will and tell respectful. you I will be your are extremely yes, and respectful. I will be honest with you and I will be honest with you you know because like that's Sometimes honesty isn't always nice, but I don't want to lie, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But also when when we're acting with, we're working with actors, you want to be very kind and careful with them because it's a very vulnerable place when you're putting Mm -hmm. yourself out there. So I'm never harsh like that. But I think that, I think, again, because I'm a woman, it can strike, not the other actors, but the people that I work with sometimes. I think that they find me like very loud and outspoken, and I am. Mm. (laughs) And I've had to kind of, quell my own inner stuff like of wanting to be liked mm. and instead you know I, at one point I was working especially for the art you know what I mean mm-hmm. especially if I'm like trying to make something that's going to be cool I was working with my boss on one scene once and he, we get along so well and he's so freaking awesome um But we were working together. He was shooting the scene and I was directing it. We're working. And at one point, um, and this other girl that works with us was watching. And at one point he came and he said, "Okay, this is what we're going to do. And I was like, no, let's do this instead. And I didn't even think twice about it. I just said, he goes, "Okay, fine, that sounds good. And so we had the really good whatever. And the other girl that we work with, she's like, I've never seen anybody talk to him like that. And I was like, but he respects me and I feel safe being myself in front of him and if he were to be like actually no Katie we're not doing it like that I'm the boss I'd be like okay gotcha <laughs> like no problem mm-hmm. but like there's just some I've sort of fallen into this place at least for me where I'm like this is who I am hmm and like I, you're not everybody's gonna like it. I'm so sorry, mm-hmm. but I'm not that. And not, sorry, not sorry. Mm-hmm. And I like that too. And I think that there's balance for both, and everybody has their own way. And the key isn't to be more assertive if you're not.
1: Mm-hmm. The key
2: is to be yourself, mm-hmm. and own every part of yourself. Mm-hmm. You know. Sorry, I feel like I went on a long weird. No, day,
1: but- I think that's great. I think that should be really celebrated, because I I do think that you have. I mean, I've known you now 13 years, 14 years. Gosh so lucky (laughs) but but i've seen you (laughs) but i have seen you transform through the years of like being more assertive and more confident and especially i i can't i would love to be a fly on the wall and watch you work now
2: yeah you can come
1: on by sometime
2: (laughs) well we have had and you and i have both had situations where we've been working with men where they're trying to bully us around and then we've had to like I mean, I think about that one show we did where he didn't want to pay us, mm-hmm. and then it was just like, "Katie, go get the money." I was like, "I got the money, baby. Yeah, I'm gonna go I'll get be it." And I had like to like bouncer, tell him, and then yeah, yeah. And I'm like this tiny. I'm not. I'm like five three, or whatever. And I, you know, I don't know what's gonna happen, but I was like, "Fuck this shit. Mm-hmm. We're leaving with our full payment. Mm-hmm. I don't care if this show sucked. That wasn't our fault. Yeah, <laughs> we did good. <laughs> anyway, but I mean, that's. I think that those you have those moments where you start just deciding like. How am I going to navigate this? And I'm tired mm-hmm. of being like, oh, but please, can't you just give us, please give us our full amount, please. That oh, we came oh, up here, know? that and we I've agreed done it. on beforehand. Yeah. yeah. And, and I've done it. I've done that whole, oh, really, please, no. And then you kind of manipulate it out of mm-hmm. them because you're like, God, and it, that's just too much work. Mm-hmm. Just give me my fucking money. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> I don't care if you like me. You don't need to like me after it. Just pay me. <laughs> That's how I feel. I love anyway, that. that's a whole, that's just me. I feel like I left my body for a second and went on like a rant.
1: I but. love it. I love it. Well, I hope our
2: listeners feel empowered, you know? Yeah. And I don't, again, I don't know what the answer is because like you said, sometimes you're in, it's a safety issue, right? Mm-hmm. So you got to do what you got to do.
1: Mm-hmm. But maybe
2: we all try to um, understand that it, maybe it doesn't have to happen like this anymore, right?
1: you know? And then, but also like, it's not long term. Like, don't play dumb, like for eternity like if there's a safety situation get in get out like use it as an exit strategy but like really just just know who you are and do not ever apologize for it Look at your emails. How are you responding to people? And I'm telling that to myself. Like yes. yeah. No more Cut apologizing. Extra stuff. Um, yeah. yeah. And I found I found your thing that you posted. Ladies, one thing we're not doing in 2022 is ending sentences with if that makes sense and if that's OK, just tell the others. <laughs> like, just fucking
2: do it. I may have said that phrase already in this podcast.
1: (laughs) I think what I mean is, I I mean, I'm not really uh, sure, but it's hard. Yeah. Yeah. It's very hard because it's way more. There's more stuff going on around it. Full society and all that sort of stuff. Anyway, it's great. It's fascinating. (laughs) All right. Well, join us next week for our third week of the Self-Love Challenge. Yes.